The Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Shady Rays is having their best deal of the year. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two-plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. DGENs assemble. Welcome to Fantasy Football Heroes and Villains. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me tonight and filling in is Mr. John Talk to Me Goose Gander. How are we doing, sir? Good, man. How are you doing? Can't complain. Can't complain. We got the uh, the NFL draft in the books and the player market is alive and well and shifting. Here to do some best ball drafting. Very excited. Yeah, I already I, I did one yesterday just to, you know, for the excitement, but never do too many and i'm so ready for best ball mania yeah absolutely i'm ready to get back to the uh the single quarterback format Superflex was fun but a little bit more difficult to navigate you know constantly having to take you know at least a couple of quarterbacks in the first four or five picks here Uh, i'm gonna start to peek my head into the draft and see if we can get going because we may have a little bit of a longer wait and then i'm gonna you know kind of get into some uh, recap here uh let's see Let's go ahead and enter. I think I accidentally just entered one, and I've already lost $25, Gindy. So good. To- <laughs> so good start. So good yeah. start. That's that's great. First one's going to be on auto draft. That's great. It starts in 52 seconds, so that's fine. So I'm going to go ahead and pop my head into another one here. That really sucks when you press the button, and then it just says, hey, the draft is about to start. But when you're you know in the fantasy streets, this is bound to happen. I'm in one, and there's nine more to start. Are you in? I'm entering now. There you go. We're good. Good to go. Hey, and, I hey. always like to I always like to mark my auto draft teams just to see at the end of the year I'll put the title as like auto draft one or two just to see how they did versus you know my actual brain. Maybe I can make a few of the first picks. We'll see, but I, I doubt it. I don't want to get too distracted here because again, you know, we're here to give the folks some good advice on you know fantasy best ball on underdog. We want to have our full attention on this draft here. Let me go ahead and get this one pulled up. I think we're still at seven more to start, but I do want to get it on the screen. Uh, John, you're an Eagles fan. What was your uh, what was your big reaction to getting Jalen Carter? It felt like a pretty nice move there. Uh, only had to move up one spot with my Chicago Bears. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I am excited. I am also erring on the side of caution because of the character questions. I don't want to get my my hopes up. I'm hoping you right. know, it's a one-and-done thing. He finds himself in a good scenario. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's how it's going to be. I'm actually more excited about Nolan Smith. I, I saw something today that compared him to Reddick, and I was just okay. like, what he's able to do on the Eagles, if we have two of them, then the measurabilities, they were pointing out the speed, like that's a dangerous duo if they can be on the field at the same time. Now, we got a little bit of a log jam, so will they see be on the field at the same time? Not quite sure, but mm-hmm. excited nonetheless. Looks like you got the second pick here. We are all filled up. I am at pick five. Uh, do we see any friendly names in the uh, in the draft here? I don't see too many familiar ones. Besides Frank Gore, that's actually Frank Gore. 
That's it. Only that would be that right? would be dope. That would be dope. Frank Gore does have a badge. For all we know, maybe he's playing the market post uh, post career here. I'm trying to get the board pulled up on our screen so that we can share with our. You know, we got to get you badge. That's what we need to work on. I've been working on it, brother. Believe me, I'm spending. <laughs> I'm spending. And during last season, like during like the weekly drafts, I had a constant profit. I mean, nothing was like crazy. There was one week I won a couple of hundred. I was sitting in first place for probably I don't know couple hours or something like that that was the week uh josh allen fumbled on the the one yard line against minnesota okay. and allowed overtime and that overtime just completely buried me like i probably would have won a couple of thousand but had he uh you know had he not fumbled i could have actually had some type of outside shot to to win it all yeah i remember i made it to the finals i think of uh, <laughs> rookie, rookie sophomore or a sophomore juniors i can't remember which one it was and at one nice. point winning the whole thing and i was like there's oh. i ended up finishing like ninth and i was brutal there. sweat out brutal sweat out yeah we're getting we're getting the picks going here we got christian mccaffrey off the board first uh hero or villain at that adp what do you think oh he he's a rough one because of the uncertainty in with the 49ers uh you know if they don't have a quarterback and everybody's going to kind of key in on him and then it makes me wonder does mm-hmm. he fall down a little bit in his production you know i'm always so scared to take him ever I don't care if it was in the seventh round. I'm scared if he's going to be hurt, you know, but I mean, they're going to be good before. I hate to say it, but just because of how they've been acting after the whole Eagles mm-hmm. thing, they should, but they're going to be good. You can't deny it. No, they're, they're going to be a good offense, but I just don't like going CMC one overall here. I mean, obviously you're going to have to differentiate, you know, if you're constantly getting one Oh one to one Oh three, but, uh, I definitely prefer the receivers uh, here still. And, you know, if you've been watching the show, you know, you know that we're spending early ADP on, on receivers. Yeah, absolutely. We go Kelsey. Maybe I can get the Mahomes build. We'll see. Yeah. I, the one I did last night, I think I got Kelsey at between Kelsey and Chase, I think at three or four. And I mm-hmm. went with Kelsey. And then on the swing back, Burrow and Higgins were both sitting there. And I was just like, whoa. So. Appreciate you, Randall. I see you in the chat. Don't worry, buddy. Just you're just making these picks, brother. Just just got to be looking at this board, all right? Yeah. Cooper Cup. I don't hate that. That's what I was kind of going back and forth with there. I think Cooper Cup could actually still have a, a pretty strong season. Matthew Stafford, yeah, banged up. But when has Matthew Stafford not been banged up in his career? He's an a- absolute Iron Man. Uh, just going to be coming back from injury. I feel like people are definitely discounting that duo. Yeah, I mean. Absolutely. And I, it's not like there's anybody there to really challenge Cooper Cup for mm-hmm. targets. So even yeah, they even traded uh, Allen Robinson. Yeah, that's a, quite the log jam for my. I've been building some Pittsburgh stacks early. I, it's a stack I like. I think it's a stack that could be really good. And now you add Allen Robinson, and I'm like, oh my God. I, you know, I think he's more of a professor at the wide receiver university as much as a student or a player, you know? Yeah. Uh, I just don't see him taking meaning, meaningful snaps away from Pickens or Deontay Johnson. So, I mean, yeah, if you had a prayer on Calvin Austin, that's probably set sail. But, you know, I, I still think it's a pretty good situation for both of those receivers. I, I, I love them a ton. Yeah, I wish I wish Allen Robinson was still able to produce just as a Penn State grad. I mean, he's oh, yeah. switch. I was at the game no. when he did the catch and he, I just wanted so much more for him because he was just such a, a good Penn Stater. Oh, absolutely. I'm, I'm I'm a Bears fan. Someone took Patrick Mahomes. Man, this isn't the Superflex, bruh. Pick 13? Damn, JP. 1989. Good year. Good year. But damn, JP. Damn. 
that's yeah, too I mean, early. This is what I was talking with you a little bit before, too. It's just a lot of stuff not making sense, people not correlating stacks. And, yeah. I, think, and I think people are getting smarter, too, uh, you know, than they're – it's going to be harder this year than it was last year to, to put those stacks together because that's what everybody's – that's the tried and true, so – you mentioned before we got on the air here that Bijan went pretty early in your uh, draft last night. He went earlier tonight. He went at pick seven, second running back overall. What are your I, thoughts on that? I just I, I can't agree. I, yeah, I can't. It's it's amazing. I could be wrong, right? But I, it's just amazing he's going that early. Plus, he is probably this generational talent. But will that translate into fantasy football, or is it just more he's his generational talent as a running back in a real football game? Because like we were talking about before, that's two completely different things is real football versus fantasy football and Kirk Cousins right. was your example so I'm gonna take uh, Saquon Barkley here gonna probably go some hero RB I just like him a lot more than some of these receivers here didn't you say to start this off you were you were yeah high on wide receivers early completely off of this strategy <laughs> we're off the boat already but you gotta you gotta play the game you gotta play the game yeah, because but, I may I may very well take you know five or six receivers straight here. I really wanted Mahomes. I mean, I guess I was just kind of uh, you know underestimating that that you know pick thirteen through eighteen window of you know that guy took Garrett Wilson and Patrick Mahomes, and then you saw the the appropriate stacks from these guys who drafted AJ Brown, followed up with Jalen Hurts, drafted Stephon Diggs, followed up with Josh Allen. That's that's correct, but man, I th- I still would have thought at at uh, pick twenty one of those guys would have uh, fallen to me. Yeah, and obviously we should probably address, you know, why Andrew's not here too. And I was just laughing to myself about Chris Olave. I think that's the first time I might have ever been able to draft him. Every time when me and Andrew are doing drafts or we're talking mm-hmm. about it, I cannot get Chris Olave. I have him well, queued up. It just he just escapes me. People, and I'm so excited to finally get my share of him. I'm a little bit less high on him as of uh, all of the moves that they've made, but I still that think that he's going to shine the brightest out of the group. Uh, but man, like they they have so many layers to that offense now. You're not a you're not a Derek Carr believer or what? No, I, I don't hate Derek Carr. It's just that he's not a guy that you're going to have throw the ball a ton. I still think that they're going to run the ball a lot. Oh my gosh, that guy went three running backs. And, and we're talking Gibbs. Like this is what I'm saying. These this rookie focus recency bias is. It's crazy to me. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll certainly have the rookie RB at pick 25 than a pick 7. You know, I, I think there's something there, but I don't think it's great when you're backing it up with, with the first two picks that were running backs. But in it, I don't know. Maybe I'm a more old-school thinker, but in what world is Gibbs better than taking Derrick Henry? Like, I, I just – if you were targeting a running back – Yeah. I mean, I mean for best ball, yeah. I mean, who's, yeah. who's, who's going to have 2,000 all-purpose yards this season? It's Derrick Henry. I, I just, I think Gibbs is going to be good. I was really, I thought that was a great pick by the Lions, but it's just, I just can't get, you know, Bijan going before, let's see, Jonathan Taylor, Bijan mm-hmm. going before Austin Eckler, Barkley, and now you have Derek Henry going after Gibbs. I'm just, that's why I said, like, I feel like these early drafts, we can really get some good value maybe here because people are placing oh, absolutely. value in the wrong place just because they just got done watching the draft. I love it. I love it. Eat it up. Eat it up. All right. We're going to hit a quick word from the sponsors. We're going to be right back after this. 
Our friends over at Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and so much more. Shady Rays is, is an independent sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair you've ever worn. Durable frames and are extremely clear with optics and outdoor adventures. With Shady Rays, you can look good and feel good. Uh, to date, they have donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feeding America. Go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. All right, catching up here. We had a nice little running back run. Uh, TJ Hawkinson just came off the board at pick 34. Pick 30 to 33, we had Brees Hall, Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, Ramondre Stevenson. And this was you know, kicked off with uh, Jameer Gibbs and Derrick Henry going at uh, 25 and 27 this round. Yeah, definitely the run on running back. And this is sometimes where I struggle um, is, you know, going wide receiver early and then trying to play catch up. And sometimes I, I can't quite get the formula and I'm really grasping at, at some straws to get a, a good running back core. I mean, if I mean, I know that you know that I like all the dirtbag running backs yeah. at the back end of the draft. Like, I like, give them all to me. Like, I'll take I'll take every bit of Leonard Fournette unsigned. Like, he's all yeah. mine. That's I mean, I'm gonna get a lot of heat for saying this one as an Eagles fan, but that's kind of how I feel about Zeke. Like, I still yeah. think Zeke's gonna go somewhere and be a good value where he's going. At least in the draft, yeah. I mean, and, and no one is going to be like, oh, yeah, good point. Zeke Elliott, for sure, man. Like, no one's going to to try to read the tea leaves now with him unsigned. People will change their minds, like you said, like once he gets on a team, for sure. Yeah, if he ever gets on a team at this rate. He will. Uh, if At the end of the day, I firmly believe that Patrick Mahomes will pick up the phone and get him on the roster. Okay, yeah. I didn't, they, like, a- they, have, they have like a legit like friend relationship type thing. Oh, I was really, I was really hoping for you there to get. Uh, I was hoping Fields got back to to you, but as a as a Chicago guy, but didn't happen. Yeah, they're not gonna let me have any fun. It's okay. These guys are smart. They're figuring it out. But there's still a lot of really good quarterbacks left, so I'm not really gonna sweat it. Yeah, I was. I don't know if anybody's in here that's gonna you know snipe my pick for me, but I was really hoping to get Hawkerson and try to put together the Jefferson, Hawkerson, Kirk mm. Cousins, Addison, but that kind of yeah, I've, I've done that probably one too many times already. Um, if I, yeah, if I run it back again, I definitely got to try to get some Addison in there for sure. But I've, I've hooked up uh, Cousins and, and Hawkinson quite a bit, and then obviously when you can, you know, when you get that early pick, you're, you're throwing Jefferson in there. So. Oh, boy, what do I want to do here? Huh. Let's see. I'm not too big on any of these wide receivers. I see one that stands out to me. Um, I like Christian Kirk a lot. Yeah. That's left. I mean, I like I like him a ton. Uh, just yeah, love actually. that offense. They're going to be a lot more vertical. And uh, I have DK, so I'm definitely trying to do as much of a Seattle build as I can. Uh, I love honestly the Jackson Smith pick. I think it's I think it's great for Geno Smith and the offense. I just don't love it backed up with the Zach Charbonnet pick, which I think is pretty consistent with the public. Obviously, nobody liked that for fantasy football. I think Seattle fans should be like pretty happy. You're just adding a yeah. depth. No, so like, I was a great young core. I wasn't going to say anything because I didn't want to ruin it. But I thought that's what you, once you took DK, I was like, ah, I think he's going to try to. It's an affordable build together. 
yeah, it's a, it's an affordable build. And even if I miss out on it, if someone's in here and they're going to snipe yeah. me, whatever, um, I'm really not that upset because I've done it already like a fair amount. I, I really don't mind keep buying more Geno Smith's uh, shares. Yeah, I, I'd somebody I, I think I'm, I'm still pretty big on. I think he's going to have another good year. I don't think it was a one-off year, especially with the addition. You know? Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree. Um, and I am going to take Jackson Smith here for the ADP. So, yeah, we're going to double down on that. And, you know, if someone wants to snipe me on Gino, by all means, but you're not going to have exposure. Sorry. That's for me. That's mine. Yeah, but yeah I, don't, I could rewind a little bit here. I might have did my last pick maybe even a little different. I, I was thinking Drake London, Kyle Pitts, and then that guy took Kyle Pitts. And then when you said being high on Kirk, I was like, oh, man, uh, Lawrence was sitting there. I could have tried to do that, but it looks like that guy would have ruined it either way. So That's true. Or I should say guy or gal. Guy or gal. What we got here? Um, Why we got a little bit of a break here, you want to talk about Andrew? Why I'm filling in, maybe just to, to bring Oh, yeah. Well, the, the, the TD King dynasty is, all, is alive and well. The next line uh, in the lineage of, uh, of Rob is here. Uh, Tristan Jameson uh, was born yesterday. Uh, Andrew's uh, uh, second born son now. Uh, so, yeah, you know, just filling in while dad's away taking care of uh mom and the young lad yeah and and and, and andrew's close friend i feel like if i i didn't actually say it's triton he would probably call it yeah triton so i think you said tristan but i just don't i don't want him to be uh calling me being like oh you got you got my son's name wrong on the- well i should have i should have said it right because when he told me the name i was like dude if i had named my kid triton like yeah. my dad would have cried because they're big fishermen in my family. So, like, big green triton was in my garage every day for I, my whole life. <laughs> I've, I've pushed for him to name both of them John and have been unsuccessful. Both <laughs> so, hoping for number three. Yeah. And I mean, I just want to put it out there. I'm, I am really happy for him. I can't believe I'm going to say a nice thing here about him, but like, there's nothing that that guy looks forward to besides best ball and being a dad. Like, he is. He is a good dad, and he is an active dad, and he's coaching his son's baseball team, and it's just crazy knowing him. We used to work together, to now seeing him and dad, he's like a completely different person. No, he's not a wild man anymore. Yeah, he's well, you know, he's still. I would say still a wild man, but he's well, still a wild man. Keeps it reined in. At a boy, Andrew, we're proud of you, brother. Looking forward to having you back soon. All right. Caught up here into the into round six. Starting to heat up with these receivers. After I took Jackson Smith and Jigba, people started to figure it out. Chris Godwin, Christian Watson, Mike Williams, Jerry Judy, Christian Kirk. Christian Kirk, he fell a little bit. I was considering him there after Keenan Allen, but I wanted to throttle this, uh, this Seattle build if I can. Uh, after Kirk, you had Michael Pittman go, pick 62. Mike Evans at 64. That feels a little early for Mike Evans, no? Yeah, I was just – I was waiting for you to finish. I was just sitting here thinking, I don't know what to make of what's going to happen of Godwin and Evans. Do they stay? Do they go? What does it look like if they stay or go? Mm-hmm. It's – yeah, that's a that's something I'm staying away from. I'm sure Mike Evans will then turn around and have his best touchdown years ever and burn both of us. But Well, the only reason I would say that that's a, a possibility what, – what, what just happened? Oh, thank goodness. I got Tyler Lockett. I thought I accidentally picked really? somebody else. I was going to be so angry. I was like, no, not another mistake. <laughs> not again. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, 
No, I, I feel like they still could have some exposure to Carson Wentz and his market. I mean, I just don't believe Baker Mayfield or Kyle Trask are the answer. And unless they're trying to tank, they didn't move Mike Evans at the draft. You know what I mean? Like those two guys, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, should not be sitting around waiting for Caleb Williams to be drafted to that team. You know what I mean? Yeah. I actually thought that was where Levis was going to end up. I, uh, at one point, yeah. that was like the only place he could go, it felt like. It, that was at pick 19, right? Yeah, and I even yeah, and then I thought when we looked at it after the end of round one on the the live draft that night, the live show, I was thinking okay, fifty I thought was looking reasonable for him, but then they ended up taking him. I don't even remember where he went, but just there's uh, he went to, to the Titans, uh, pick two of uh, yeah, just, second round. There's somebody I'm not high on. I, he won't touch my team, any of my teams. It, he won't be on. The young man was uh, very excited to get drafted. Uh, he actually had a nice little reaction when it, when it all went down. Oh. Move down the board here. Hopefully people can see a little bit more. Maybe if I zoom in. No, wrong screen, Jutton. Just a... I'm sure you know, but last night I was drafting this, and I, I was like, all right, I was playing it for 20 rounds, and then I got to, like, the 17th round, and I'm like, oh, wait, I don't have three more rounds. So, oh, damn. Yeah. Trim the fat, baby. Trim the fat. So I have all of the Seattle receivers. No big deal. Yeah. They said it couldn't be done. I'm here. I'm doing it. I like it. Oh, no, 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 no. Obviously, you're going to go after Gino, but do you do you plan on correlating tight ends, too, to your stack? I don't know about that. They're not very good. I don't – I think Noah Fant. I know Andrew's very not great. He's kind of convinced me that Noah Fant could still have, like, this resurgence. So If he's if he's available at pick 17, I think that's yeah. totally adequate with my with my build. But I don't. I don't know if he has any demand ahead of that. Okay. Let's see, there's somebody that just went. I'm super high on to have a good year. Jan. Yeah, I think he's gonna have yeah. a good. Second. I was. I was considering them. That, considering him there, I went back to the RB just because I did really stack up there. Uh, but I don't know. There was some good stuff about out about Joe Mixon today. Probably coach talk, but they were saying some good stuff about him. I like uh, the Chase Brown pick uh, quite a bit. If Mixon were to go, that would be a good situation for him. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of uh, running backs that I think in this draft that maybe people didn't talk about enough for some solid picks. Some of those later picks, Charbonnet, mm -hmm. uh, who's the guy that went to the Rams? Was Char was oh, to the Rams was Zach Evans. Yeah, like I like I think did Charbonnet go to the Rams too? No, Char Rams? no Charbonnet went to Seattle. Okay, I, I should. Yeah, he's backing up Ken Walker. That was like everyone was lost yeah. their minds. The Rams took a second rookie running back. It surprised me, and I was like, wow, one of these guys could break out and be the starter. Right. Uh, Keandre Miller to New Orleans is pretty interesting to me. Yeah. I think he's going to get a lot of run there. Yeah, for me, just as like a football fan, this was this draft was I, probably the one I was most excited for ever in my life. It was a good, it was a good so draft, much. I thought. I, I felt like the product overall was, was pretty solid. Yeah, and I made the I made the statement to a buddy over the weekend that like they were showing Goodell out and about, and he was talking to the crowd, and for like the first time ever, I was like, all right, maybe that guy's not as bad as as I thought he was my entire my entire life. No, he's awful. Yeah, yeah see that's yeah. Hey, I don't know, he's growing on me a little bit. Hey, we got a good product, right? And whether he's responsible for it or not, he's the head of it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, 
he just kind of keeps rehiring himself, I'm pretty sure, but I don't know how all that works. It'd be interesting once he decides uh, it, it's up what direction the NFL goes in. Right. I think it's going to be Peyton Manning, but. Ooh. Could you imagine? I, I think I would be shocked at this rate if it's not Peyton Manning. That would be amazing. Sorry, I'm just getting look look at the board here. What do we want to do? Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna go with some more receiver action. Give me some Brandon Cooks. Are you feeling the uh, the the pressure here? Or are you starting to feel the, the the quarterback cooker? Yeah, I am. I I got my knock on wood. I got one. I see it, and I yeah, I might have missed it if I kept talking to you. So I'm glad. Mm-hmm. It is hard to do to draft and talk. I, I give you guys credit; it's the first time I've ever had to do it. Yeah, got to always be uh, keeping the temperature of the board up to date with the crowd here. Speaking of which, Dak Prescott just finally went. I was <laughs> wondering when he was going to fall off the board. Tua Tagovailoa came off the board before him. Oh, now Daniel Jones. I'm feeling like you and I got to pull the trigger here. Maybe not you than this one, but you have two picks. So. Oh no, I was. Just, I got so nervous when I saw purple because I thought it was who I. I would have been so mad if I missed it. That's funny. My other one on auto build, by the way, was Josh Allen, Najee Harris, Dalvin Cook, David Montgomery, Tyree Kill, T. Higgins, and D. Hop. Not bad. Okay, I don't. Not bad yeah. for an auto draft. Pretty happy with it. Thanks, underdog. Appreciate you. Um, I need to make sure I'm, I'm up in the right draft, though. I'm four picks away in both. That's not ideal. All right, I got the right one up. That's better. <laughs> and we're actually moving along faster than the other yeah. one, too. Interesting. See, this is a little bit what I was talking to you about. I kind of get lost in the sauce. Like, okay, man, I got to really target a running back here. But I see something else that I want to do, so I'm not going to take a running back yet. Screw him. And then, yeah, and this is where yeah, a little bit. More I like it. I, I like the Pat Fryermuth pick. Good exposure to touchdowns. Hopefully this year. Yeah, I mean, I took. Actually, you're the one forever ago that sold me on Deontay Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, listening to you and Andrew, I was like, man, this guy's due. You know, it's so now. Yeah. I, now I'm, I'm working on building some with him. Absolutely, man. I mean, they just feed him the ball, and he doesn't get worse. It's just that the situation was obviously worse. I mean. You go from a quarterback that's been there for years on years. Uh oh, are we are we glitching the matrix? You're up. Oh, no, we got it. Okay. No, I was just making sure because it was glitching on my computer. Like it was saying the pick was in on my computer, but not on my phone. Don't do that, underdog. Be better. Um, sorry, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, the Deontay Johnson. No, I mean he's in a great situation as long as Kenny Pickett just gets better. Like that's all that you yeah. have to be worried about is if I if he's somehow not the guy that they say he is. And he's not good, then yeah, Deontay could have a you know less than stellar season, but less than stellar still equates or isn't so bad, I should say, with 140 plus targets, which he's bound yeah, to get no, no matter absolutely. what. Uh, Devin A chain that high feels a little rich. I Where like the idea, but it's such a crowded backfield. That's what I was going to speaking about crowding backfields. What do you think about the Philly backfield? Uh, very, very middled. Uh, I don't want to overcommit to anybody, to be perfectly yeah. honest with you. I'm playing the ADP game there. Uh, probably not first to market. You know, I probably won't be running to get DeAndre Swift because, you know, 
any one of those guys could be a PPR option. Any one of those guys could be used in the red zone. They use some uncanny amount of uh, opportunities to give Kenny Gainwell red zone touches. So, I mean, it literally applies to everybody. Everybody's going to touch that ball. Kenny Gainwell, Boston Scott, uh, Rashad Penny, DeAndre Swift now, and the best running back of them all, Jalen Hurts. I mean, like, I, it, you're not going to have any rhyme or reason. It's going to be boom or bust for everybody, in my opinion. Yeah. So, I mean, play the, the game. Fan, the fan in me was obviously excited about Swift, right? It's a good value if it yeah. doesn't pan out. You but should be. The underdog fan in me was furious. Not only at the Swift, but the Penny, because I was loading up on Kenny Gainwell when yep. we were doing the, the other ones. I thought, okay, people, this is going to be the starter. They're not going to do anything. Philly doesn't really like to spend on running backs. I was like, I'm going to get Gainwell, and now that is completely out the way. Kenny Gainwell might be the third running back come week one. I wasn't overly excited, but in Dynasty, I was able to pick up for free Boston Scott and Rashad Penny to add to my one share of Kenny Gainwell. So I was like, all right, hey, that pretty sly move. That's that's not too bad. I got the whole backfield in an offseason for nothing. Like that was that's great. And yeah, just just poo-poo on my parade. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, hey, Boston Scott could even I mean, I hope they keep him. I like Boston Scott, but I mean I don't so see a reason backers. why they wouldn't, unless just he's a cut candidate. That's I don't see it happening. Yeah. I, I don't know. I can't figure out, you know, when I can't figure something out, I stay away from him an underdog. Yeah, and then we figure it out, and then we were like, "All right, fuck." Now we got to do a draft. Yep. Damn it! Exactly. Just so I can get this guy that I haven't been able to draft at all. I'm curious. Where is the guy that took? Can you scroll for a second on the draft board? Where is the guy that took Bijan? Oh, he's number pick seven. Yeah, I want JJ see. Journey. I'm curious on the swing back here if he takes. Um, I want to see if he takes Al- Algier. Algier and pairs them. Probably I'm trying to figure out these, these Bijan. Fan school of thought. Uh, ooh, I really like this running back coming up. I want to go with it. Let's ride. See what happens here. Ooh, Aaron Rodgers, Anthony Richardson, Jared Goff. Nice little run of quarterbacks there. Yeah, so he didn't do it. Hmm. What do you think about taking Anthony, Anthony Richardson in best ball? I mean, do you think he's going to start week one? I, I don't. I think there's still a little bit maybe – they have to work through. I think Stroud and uh, Bryce Young's game will translate immediately versus maybe Richardson might have to, you know, just get used to the speed of an NFL game. Mm-hmm. I could be completely wrong. I Do I think he's going to be good? I, I think he's going to turn into quite the dual threat for the Colts when it's his time. But I think I liked Gardner when he was on the Eagles. So, he, oh yeah, he could have a – I was so upset when he got rid of I just liked his hair alone. But well, he's 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 a definitely a great personality. But so uh, as far as like a backup quarterback him, goes, like top of the market for sure. I think they might give him his shot though. And that's see. what I was saying. That's what I was saying. I guess Jim Ursay came out like I don't know if it was this morning or yesterday, and, and said that he was drafted to start Week One. But I just think he's incredibly raw, and I feel like it doesn't really hurt to have just Gardner Minshew on the shortest of leashes. You know, like I, I just don't think that hurts anybody. And and, yeah. and that's also keeping in mind that they still probably put him on the field. Like like he may not be the starter, but they create packages and plays for him to go out there and do. And that's kind of what I was gonna. Um, man, I do not. This is what I'm talking about. Hold on, I'll finish my school of thought. But he's right. Oh, you're good. This is where I you're get good. into the. I'm trying to play recovery now. Man, I don't. 
don't take Antonio Gibson. Yeah, I'm not going to do it to you. I already. I try to play nice. I, I, you, you beat me to it. That was who I was taking. Um, B Rob. Yeah, I like him and Gibson. I think they can. Do oh, I'm, stuff. I'm, I'm a big uh, Gibson uh, stand and truther, specifically for a turnaround this year. I was banging his drum when he was drafted. Uh, giving out like Matt Forte comps, you know, okay. you know the, the dual versatility type stuff. And he, I mean, he brought it home. He double uh, digit touchdowns his first two seasons. Before they drafted Brian Robinson, he had 1,300 uh, yards all purpose, yeah. you know, and again, double digit touchdowns. So to me, like, I just feel like Eric Bienemy is going to turn him up. And yeah. I still want to get the touchdown exposure, obviously, with Robinson. So yeah. we'll, we'll see what and, happens there. And that's the kind of like when I'm talking to you about with. Bijan Robinson and Algier, that's the same thing I'm I see there. It's kind of like these two backfields that everybody mm-hmm. thinks Brian Robinson, but like Antonio Gibson is still really, really good, and you can't not give them his shares. So right. well, I, I think that the market is still pretty like unsettled with them based on their ADP. I just took Brian Robinson yeah. at pick like 116. And then obviously the very next round, Gibson. So I don't feel like the market's settled. I feel like they both feel like there's kind of a chance to go either way because of the coordinator scenario. But anyone that's like overtly like, oh, it's a one man show, yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely not gonna be the case in DC. And to go back to um, Richardson, you know, the school of thought with that is hey, the Colts the Colts don't have a lot to look forward to, I think still. Yeah, I don't uh, I think they're still not gonna be that, that great. So why not just throw them out there and that's the only way you're going to you get experience right is is mm-hmm. by doing it I, you know sometimes that's how people learn the best is just jumping in head first so they could he could be a starter you know week one again i don't know if you've heard my my hot take on the the live draft show about uh hendon hooker but that's my pick as the best quarterback that's going to end up coming out of this um this this draft class so right. i I'm trying to get as much Hendon Hooker as I can. I don't hate it for Dynasty. I mean, Jared Goff doesn't uh, necessarily mold uh, the portrait of uh, consistency, right? I mean, I think we need to see another year of him in that offense. But I'll tell you what, if this year looks anything like last year, Hooker's going to be waiting a minute or two yeah. to get in the game. You know, I mean, Goff is coming off his best season efficiency-wise, you know, since his 50-touchdown-plus season with uh, the Rams. So, I mean, he didn't throw over 30 touchdowns this past year, but he only threw, I think, seven or six interceptions, uh, his, his best total yet. So I think they found something there with him. But long term, you know, I think that could be a situation that plays out I'll never well for the Lions. I'll never understand the Jared Goff hate. Like, I, I just – he's not a stud, but he's not – People oh. call him a bus driver. He just, yeah. he, you know, point and throw. Just no different than, hey. you know, an SEC quarterback that's not going to go anywhere in the NFL, you know. Yeah, well, guess what? Bus drivers deliver kids to school every day. Like that's an yep. And they get paid role, and they bro. have a job. Exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah. like it's a career. It's not that I'd big rather a have that than somebody throw, you know, or they're going to throw a wild pick or throw it out of yeah. bounds because they got scared or, you know, footsteps Falco. And mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out how I could get the replacements in here for, for one reference. So I'm so glad that I just got footsteps Falco in here. Love it. Uh, Adam Thielen, Jalen Hyatt, Zay Jones. Jalen Hyatt, man, is he the first Giants receiver that's gone off the board? I think I know Waller went like fifty something. Um, okay, I, but other than that, and this is something you know, me and Andrew have been talking about. I said to him, I can't believe how low some of these receivers for the Giants are going. Like, 
I know some people don't like Hodgins, but I thought we saw enough out of him last year that he's pretty decent. Like, and Wandell Robinson, like at one point, one of them is going to be a wide receiver number one on a team that is improving. So I think I thought Hyatt was a great pick. I was just watching some stuff on him uh, before we got on. You know, I saw him and Daniel Jones have already met. I just think there's something there. I think Dable knows what he's doing. I hope so. That dude's small. I'm, gonna, I'm interested to see how he's going to fit in because he's fast. He can be a deep field threat, but they have a bunch of deep field threats. Like, I mean, I, Isaiah Hodgins, he was a nice story. Definitely what I would perceive as more of like a possession type of guy. But, uh, you know, Darius Slayton's going to try to break it open. Obviously, Hyatt. They've added Jamison Crowder, Darren Waller, somebody else I thought that they added to. Oh, Paris Campbell. Paris Campbell, another yeah, deep threat. Campbell. Like, that's, man, that's, that's, a, that's a deep group. The, I mean, the comparison I saw was Sean Jackson for Hyatt. Okay. So that's, I mean, well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's respectable. Yeah. So you know what you're getting. I mean, Sean Jackson, when he was good, was good. Oh, so, oh no. This he is something. This M- Michael Mayer, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of him. You know, he went from being this highly sought after tight end to not even going in the first round. And so I, I'm trying to figure out with him what, oh, shoot, I'm up. There it is. Five, four. Hey, Boy. stacks on stacks on stacks. <laughs> Raheem yeah, Monster, Jeff Wilson stack. I love it. I love it. Um, no, Michael Mayer is going to be sure-handed, man. Like, I would not be worried about him at all. If anything, he is in a much better situation than Dalton Kincaid, who is going to be in a flooded offense with a bevy of different targets. Like, the ball can be going anywhere. Michael Mayer could just be a, a you know, a, a check down Charlie for Jimmy Garoppolo. Like he could yep. just get a ton of work because he's going to be on the field a ton. Foster Moreau's out for medical. Darren Waller's out the door. Who else is going to be the guy? I mean, and he's just such a good blocker that he's yeah. going to keep himself on the field. And yeah, his a dot's going to be four yards less. Like, I mean, it's not, he's not going to be a deep ball receiver. But, or I mean, like a hitting the seam tight end, I should say. Excuse me. But you were going to say you're up, by the way. Too, just oh, so see, now now we're both getting caught up in Four, here. I'll go Dante three. Foreman. Do it for the brand. <laughs> Do it for the brand. Love me some Dante. <clears throat> uh, boo, the guy that took uh, Roshan like two rounds earlier. Boo that man because I wanted him later on. But, uh, Oh, no. Whoa, whoa, oh, Michael Mayer. No, Michael dude, like Mayer. I said, sure-handed, ton of blocking, going to play a ton of snaps. I thought – I for sure thought he was going to the Cowboys. I, I, I'm still I, – Maybe the players. Jason Witten comps just were too close to yeah. home. I don't know. I, you know I, I'm not sure. I think that the Cowboys took Mozzie Smith because they thought that's what the Eagles were going to do. <laughs> I, I really that, – that has been the talk for weeks, that the Eagles were so big on Mozzie Smith, and then they took him, and I was like – you literally had the next Jason Witten staring you in the face, but you took the guy that you thought the Eagles was going to take. <laughs> uh, I love I lo- love the good draft humor. I'm going to hit a quick word from the, the good old folks at Underdog here. Uh, we're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes. So start drafting your teams. Plus, there are plenty of ways to win playing the NBA, NHL, and MLB markets with their player prop parlays. Head over to underdogfantasy.com and use promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. 
All right, and we're back. We are in round 14 here. Tyler Higby just went off the board. Getting into the, into the weeds here. Uh, why don't you run through your, your team really quick, and we'll, we'll talk about these last three picks, how we're going to attack them. Right, or four me, picks, I should say. Let me open it up on my phone. Five picks. 18 rounds, not 17. Take a gander at it. We got Kirk Cousins at quarterback. Uh, Aaron Jones, Algier, Damian Harris, Moser, Jeff Wilson. Uh, running back, and then we go Justin Jefferson, Chris Olave, Devontae Smith, uh, Drake London, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, and Pat Fryermuth. Love it, love it. I'm very, um, gonna go I'm very grateful to you because you just reminded me that quarterback and tight end it still exist, so I need to do that. Yeah, I mean, I love uh, some late round opportunity stacks. Uh, I saw that you had taken Pat Fryermuth, so maybe it's time to maybe target Kenny Pickett. Wouldn't oh. hate that. Uh, my team, as is right now, uh, did not take my own advice whatsoever. I have plenty of running backs, and I might even take one more. I think <laughs> I have Geno Smith, Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon, Brian Robinson, Antonio Gibson, Donta Foreman, followed up with DK Metcalf, DJ Moore, Jackson Smith, and Jigba, Tyler Lockett, Brandon Cooks, and DJ Chark. Yeah, I love. And then Travis I, Kelsey. Probably should mention my first pick. I love that Seattle stack. Like, I yeah, I think that's going to be great. You're going to get good points every week out of one of those receivers. If not, somebody's got to score. Yeah, and they're a high scoring offense. So. Oh yeah, and th those guys specifically, like Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf. You know what they just love to do? They love not to just score one, but two touchdowns. They're big multi-touchdown guys. I'm going out on a limb with this one. I'm going out on a limb. We're going to shore up that Cincinnati backfield. Right. If uh, if Mixon stays around, then I've got him and his handcuff and Chase Brown. I feel pretty good about that, seeing Zeke Elliott going with the very next pick. So I'm pretty yeah. happy about that. I felt like I was reaching a little bit, but, you know, I've got I've gotten enough Chubba Hubbard. I've gotten enough Cordell Patterson, you know, so I, I feel like it's time to you know start grabbing some more of, uh, of these rookies here. What what's your what do you look to build here? And like what do you aim for? Do you go I mean, two quarterback? Do you go on three? I'm gonna go two in single quarterback. I'm just gonna go two. Um and, and that's just, I mean, look at the board right now. There's no reason to go three. I mean, Trey Lance is still available. We're in round fourteen. He was a darling in the, the big board and little board. Everyone was all over him. They were gaga over him. I think I'm gonna play it safe. I was gonna wait till it got back to me, but I don't want this guy in the yeah. middle to take my Kenny Pickett. There's nobody there that, you know, really stands out to me versus somebody else. So I think in this format, like you're good to take a quarterback in round 17. You hit on that guy. Like, I mean, that guy could be Desmond Ritter. It could be uh, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, Ryan Tannehill could go in round 17, just be the starter every week. Yeah, no, I think there's, I, I think the Pickett, I cannot believe he goes as late as he does. I, just some of these stacks you're able to do with like Wondell Robinson. There's some good value to for you to be able to chase after just straight dogs at the top and then kind of recover your stacks, you know, midway, three quarters right. of the way through. Oh, yeah, I go. like a lot of these quarterbacks available, actually. Here we go again. I'm up. Oh, boy, what am I going to do? You know what? Why not just double down? And... Why not? Okay, get some, get some gain well action. Even though, yeah, even though I said I was so worried about it. Mm -hmm. Let's see. I am looking at receivers, Josh Palmer, Nico Collins, Michael Gallup, Josh Downs, Jonathan Mingo. I think I might 
take some uh, some Jonathan Mingo here. You got some pretty early draft stock, and I just don't feel like those guys are going to be overly committed to DJ Chark and Adam Thielen. And I already yeah. drafted DJ Chark, so I think it's going to be John Mingo here. Yeah, I don't I don't hate it. I mean, I do have a soft spot in my heart for Adam Thielen for some reason. Just always liked him, and yearly Andrew and I have a bet of where will Adam Thielen end up in the top 30 or not. I won last year just saying he was 30 on the nose. So uh, I'm always born for Thielen. So. Oh, man, I screwed up there. I should have bit, I should have did C.J. Stroud and Xavier Hutchinson. That's what I should have did these last two picks. Damn. Yeah, I saw. I was just looking at Stroud was there. I was like, that's – with all this hype of, like, these Bijans and everybody going early and then to see the literal second quarterback off the well, – Yeah, but Bryce, Bryce went in round 13, so I guess it's not too far off. I think that in, an, in a sharper draft, they probably go closer together. I mean, but look at, look at Kyler's above Bryce. Like, Kyler, we don't even know what, how much he's going to play. And somebody you know, that's things I think about. Like I would rather yeah, have I, I have no exposure to him. If he winds up being the MVP this year, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna Kyler I'll, Murray. Yeah. If Kyler Murray ends up being MVP, I'll never play underdog again. How's that? Like no. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. You're limiting your potential exposure. It's just not gonna happen. Yeah, I, I mean I don't think it is either, but you know what I mean? Like I mean in the NFL man, anything can happen. It's it's wild. Murphy's law. I could see him being comeback player of the year. I don't know about. I mean, next year maybe. Yeah, whatever. This, whatever year. This year he wouldn't. Back. I don't think he qualified for this year. How much time did he miss last year? I don't know. Would but he missed a decent amount of time. But it doesn't matter if he came back. I think before what did they say he's going to mix the first six weeks. They were thinking at one point if he came back. Yeah, he can't still, win MVP at that point. No, but he could win comeback player. That's. That's about it. That's what Kyler's getting. He's, I can't even believe we're having a conversation about Kyler Murray being MVP. Got to drive the content, man. Got to drive it. <laughs> oh, it's like a slow bus sometimes. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. CJ Stroud, Matthew Stafford, closing down round 15. Uh, this person at the turn here with Matthew Stafford is really taking their time. They're really thinking this out. CWP 53 going with Trey McBride. All right. He must okay, have heard us talking about, he just heard us talking about Kyler Murray. That's why he took I Trey guess so. McBride. I guess so. Did That's you see another... the uh, the Luke Van Ness draft pick? Well, yeah. I remember when they took him. What do you mean? Like, Did you just... see his the, the the coverage of it, the video of what happened, like when they picked him? No. Oh, boy. What did I miss? <laughs> it was hilarious. Uh, earlier we were doing a mock draft, and I selected Luke Van Ness's dad because he's got that dog in him. Because uh, <laughs> he, he slapped his uh, son's daughter's ass. On oh, I did TV. see that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And there was a kid that like jumped all over him. It was like a toppling him. Hey, they had to like pull high, him off. That's a high energy family, right? Like, that's, <laughs> like what is going sign. on? Hey, that could be uh, good signs. Yeah, the uh, the sister is Cole Komet's uh, sister. Okay. Yeah, so that's that should be interesting. Hey, uh, twice a season. That, hey, that could be. I always think you know. I said this, Joey Porter. I was so happy for Joey Porter to go to the Steelers. Just pretty so cool. It's not, an awkward conversation too so now his dad like he could really help him he understands not only playing in the nfl but the team that he played for so like you know that family coming like or having that relationship even with a tight end kind of like with cole Komet there that that's that could be huge in the development and might stand out over somebody else on the clock gotta go thank you i like that mix it up here mix it up here 
Shelby really, Hubbard like, would have been a very on-brand pick for me. Yeah, I, I like that pick by you. Oh, I, I love Hodgins. I've, I've been banging the drum all off season. He was someone that, you know, put me in, you know, contention making, you know, money championship fantasy last year. Uh, very soft place in my heart, which it was wish it was Richie James. I could take with that level of conviction, but it's not, unfortunately, because Richie James did make me some money. Yeah, I was going to say Richie James, too, though, is a guy that's kind of you got my homes. I'd be sneaking him on every team I could there. At oh, the yeah, end, just in case, I mean, he goes 18th round or sometimes doesn't get drafted. Yeah. I mean, he could end up being a good second role to um, even co- anybody or even anybody. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know who, he's who, on who, Kansas City, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, Kansas City. Yeah. Kansas City picked him up. But that's what I mean. Like anybody in that offense right now feels like they could be the next guy. You know, it just feels like it's a complete open field, whether it's uh, Tony, Sky Moore. Uh, Richie James, people are starting to hype uh, Justin Ross back up. They dra- they just drafted Rashi Rice. Everybody's starting to hype him up. So, I mean, it's it just seems like a wide open field behind Kelsey, who's going to be the next you know top guy. And honestly, it it, it may very well just be Pacheco. Yeah, it's definitely going to be going to be something. You know, I I think we're at that point of you know in these drafts, like, it, are we putting too much stock taking? Jason, or yeah, Jason Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. I took him third last night, and I was like, "Wow, that's." I don't know. High how trust I feel player, about though. Him. You know, high, high trust when the market is moving around like this, and you have those guys that you can firmly, you know, plant a flag on and not really lose any sleep. Like, I feel pretty good about it. You know, I went uh, quarterback and tight end uh, pretty early, and now I'm clo- I'm going to close it down with tight end and quarterback. I, I feel pretty good about that. Do you have anybody from Washington besides your running backs? You did you? No, none of the re- none of the receivers. Okay. I just took the running backs. If I get the running backs and Howell, then you know I still get a pretty good exposure to no, touchdowns I, overall. Yeah. I like I like Howell there, and I mean something I do. I think I'd probably take Terry McLaurin on eighty percent of my teams every year in and year out. So that was he's just there. got the super friendly ADP. And he is QB proof. It's just yeah. a fact. Like, yeah, throw anybody out there. Who was that guy that was like that fifth receiver for Denver one year during the COVID season? Throw him out there. Terry McLaurin will still probably get 100 receiving yards. Like, it's just absolutely insane what he can do with bad QBs. Again, what do I got? One pick left. Oh, man, you didn't get Michael Carter. I did not. But I'm I'm thinking I can get Noah Fan here. I think it's going to happen. We'll see. I- and he just goes <laughs> off the board. He just goes off the board. I I speak it into existence. That makes me uh, oh, that makes me so bad because I was gonna take Noah Fan instead of Laporta, and I'm like, you know what? Now nah, I'm gonna leave him there for you. And then what do you do but not take him? Sorry, you took Sam Howell. That's my buddy. Yeah, my buddy Sam. Uh, I don't know what's going on here, but the board doesn't seem to be updating. My phone is updating. No, I got. The- what do we add? Gus, it's good now. I think. Uh, yeah, CP. CWP just took Gus Edwards. So I don't see Darius Slayton taken. Oosh. No, yeah, it's like a... Oh, wait, that's because it's a... Uh... Yeah. There it is. There he is. No big deal. Got it. Up to date. Zoom out. No big deal. Spotify listeners are losing their minds. What are they talking about? Zoom out of what? I'm trying to zoom uh, out of this lane. What are you going to... What do you think? I guess you're going tight end with your last pick, but you didn't. Yeah, I'm going tight end. Um, I mean, Zach Ertz just does not feel that terrible with my last pick. Yeah, or no, even Jelani Woods. 
I like Zach Ertz. I still think he's got a little bit left in the tank. Jelani Woods is a good one, but did they not take another tight end in the draft? Did they not take? Oh, I don't know. That would be really sad if they did, though. Because uh, they already they still have uh, Moali. They still got Mo Cox. No, that's right. Darnell Washington went to Pitt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely know Darnell Washington did not go there. Uh, and that would be a waste of a pick because, like, him and Jelani Woods, they look like long-lost but, brothers. I mean, look at Pittsburgh. and They already had Pat Fryermuth, and they turned around and took uh, – Darnell yeah, Washington. but I think that Fryermuth is is like yeah, he's still a bigger guy. I think Darnell Washington is is like that good second um tight end, like kind of like a Vance McDonald. Do you remember him? Yeah. Yeah, like he I think he feels like kind of that like uh run blocking role, being able to kind of just be that extra tight end on the edge because he they were they were talking about him making some type of transition offensive tackle because of his size. I I am not in that department whatsoever. I I don't believe that they should even come close to administering any type of strategy like that. But I do feel like he can kind of fit well in, in that system where we've seen them use that second tight end pretty well at times. Is Vance McDonald, isn't that the one that backed up? Is that when he backed up Keith Miller? Uh, yeah, and, he, and then Miller got hurt. And then that was, remember when he buried Chris Conti? He like killed him on the open field with that stiff arm. No, but I remember for some reason it wasn't it Heinz Ward that killed somebody that one or Heinz Ward got killed. Well, I mean, if we just want to go into players killing people, I mean, <laughs> Ray Lewis is, you know. No, not that killing. I meant on the oh. field. It's <laughs> like, I don't know where we're going with this. Oh, one. boy. I don't know what to do here. You got any? Uh, Yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to know your boarding yeah, team. Is... I would say not tight end. Um... <laughs> you know what? what do you think? Cordell Patterson loves red zone touchdowns. I know we said no three quarterbacks, but. Ah, fuck it. Hey, I got Drake London. I was actually thinking about taking Darnell Washington until you said no tight ends. So you completely, uh, yeah, yeah. I think you're good on the tight ends. I think you have them. I felt like my team was pretty good there, regardless. That's why I didn't know what to what to do. Get our teams pulled up here. So I'm working on finding. I've never did it on the computer, so it's not like I can do as bad as it is stuff on my phone. I don't normally when I'm just like sitting at home, like casually doing them myself, I'm always doing it on the phone, but doing it on a show, like it's just like yeah. having it right in front All of right. you. I'm looking yeah, at you, team. looking at the camera, looking at the screen. Kind of just helps. Also looking at my phone because I was making pics on my phone this evening. Yeah, I have a bad habit of doing an underdog draft and then scrolling over to Twitter and then forgetting that I was in the middle of one and then Damn. running back. Yeah, and then. I just can't. I have like ADHD or whatever unofficially, so I just can't stay focused on one thing. Officially, unofficial. Oh yeah. <laughs> I got. It. I found my team. I don't know if you want to go first. You want me to go? Yeah, first? yeah. I'll, I'll roll through mine. I feel. I feel pretty good about this build. I got Geno Smith and Sam Howell. A little bit riskier there, obviously, with Sam Howell. Sam Howell is my second quarterback, but I did draft Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. So hopefully, getting as much as those starting touchdowns as I can for the Commandos. Uh, followed up with Saquon Barkley, Joe Mixon. Uh, wound up stacking him with Chase Brown. And then we're going to sprinkle in some Donta Foreman as well to round out the running back group. Uh, then we went Seattle wide receiver build. We went DK Metcalf, Jackson Smith and Jigba, Tyler Lockett. Uh, followed up with DJ Moore. A uh, nice little Carolina stack of Jonathan Mingo and uh, DJ Chark, Brandon Cooks, and Isaiah Hodgins. Uh, tight ends, number one pick, Travis Kelsey. Number 18 pick. Zach Ertz. Yeah. Is that a stack? I feel like that's so you a stack. Book, you bookend it with tight ends, basically. Yeah. It's, it's the bookend stack. Yeah. I mean, for me, the two things I think about in my head, I, again, I can't say how much I like your Seattle stack. Not only do I like the stack, but when we're thinking about best ball mania and when we're in the finals and stuff, like 
Seattle's going to be a team that's probably still fighting at the end or mm-hmm. could be fighting at the end. So you, you're going to, I think it was it last year that DK got, I think 40 points or something within the, you know, somewhere in that best ball towards the end of it, which probably won or made people advance in the next round. So I really like your, your Seattle, your Seattle-ness, we'll call it. And I like uh, that. I like that. The one thing that scares me though, just the, the two quarterbacks, because not because I'm scared of two quarterbacks, but if Sam Howe, does not end up being the starter or right then you just that's it you're living and dying by Gino the entire year so the one thing that stood out to me hopefully they pass a lot yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> well and and if they do like if, if Gino is the guy like if he's the guy to you know b- bring you down the path you know to potentially multi-million dollar deal here with underdog then that's how it's going to happen right yeah. like those guys are going to be overperforming and he will be that guy that does it for me and uh, I, mean, I agree with you i mean that's my my riskiest uh or most exposed area to risk is, is quarterback because yeah uh if sam howell doesn't even put up just moderate stats there's going to be some you know at least one big bump in the road for sure on the, on those bye weeks so uh let me see if i can get your team pulled yeah, I, oh, no, just, no, run, just run through your team yeah so i went with three quarterbacks six running backs six receiver three tight end build Quarterback, uh, nice. like we, we got uh, Kirk Cousins, Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter. Um, and then running back, we go Aaron Jones, Tyler Algier, Damian Harris, Mosert, Jeff Wilson, Kenneth Gainwell. So definitely not the strongest uh, running back no, I, I've, ever, I've ever seen. I, I like it a lot, though. Uh, I mean, you have the Kenny Pickett stacks. You have a Desmond Ritter London stack. You have... Uh, cousins with uh, Jefferson. I yeah. mean, the, the the stackability of the team is, is set up very well. You're kind of playing some hero RB with Aaron Jones, which in the uh, the right you know universe, like that's that could pay out because they have nobody. You know, somebody's got to be the shining turd of uh, of the toilet bowl that's going to be Green Bay. Yeah. I got to imagine they're trying to get in that Caleb Williams uh, sweepstakes. And just to tie it up for you know the people that are listening on Spotify, the receivers are. Uh... Oh, my bad. Yeah, Justin Jefferson, Olave, Devonta Smith, Drake London, George Pickens, Deontay Johnson, and tight end Frymuth, Jake Ferguson, and Sam Laporta. I'm big on Jake Ferguson. I was I was picking him up a while, you know, a while ago just because I thought that uh, – what's his name? Dalton Schultz. I just thought he was moving on. So, mm-hmm. I'm big on him. Dallas likes their tight ends, and – since they pass on one in the draft, I think it's going to be Jake Ferguson going into the season. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Like I said, like the the stacks that you've set up on the team, I feel uh, feel really good about. Um, Kenny, great late round quarterback pick. Desmond, same thing. I think that adding Bijan just pulls up Desmond Ritter's floor. So you don't have to necessarily be high on him, but his players uh, his player stock in fantasy is significantly higher since the since day one of the draft. Like I mean, you just have to feel better about him their opportunity to be in scoring uh, opportunities more in the red zone uh, more often. So definitely uh, some, some good picks there. This is a team. Um, this is a team where I feel, I feel like I finally nailed the receiver part of it. Sometimes I overstack and I feel mm-hmm. pretty decent that I, I spread it out. Like, yeah, I have stacks, but I'm not like, like you went high on the Seattle, but then you still have other ones sprinkled in. And I kind of, you mm-hmm. know, sometimes like with Joe Burrow, I'll try to get, you know, I end up with Boyd, Chase, and Higgins, and I'm like, okay, man, that might have been too much. Mm-hmm. So, 
but again, yeah. the, the the right set of circumstances, and it's uh, it's yeah. not going to be so laughable. And you're talking Caleb Williams uh, sweepstakes next year. I'm thinking it could be Marvin Harrison Jr. sweepstakes. I, Damn. I as a Penn State guy, I hate, I hate to say this, but that guy is going to be so good in the NFL mm-hmm. that it's not even funny. And maybe yeah, of course quarterbacks, but I wouldn't be a bit surprised if we see that guy go in the first three next year as a wide receiver. Well, there's definitely going to be some hungrier teams up there again. Yeah. Andrew in the chat saying him and the new lad, they got down on some BBM four <laughs> strategies today. Love it. Love it. Yeah. That guy, like, again, Andrew just eats and breathes, breathes, sleeps, drinks, all this stuff. Like he just had a kid and he's all still on this and focusing on this. It's, it's crazy to me. You think he was in the draft on his burner account? I was talking to my buddy before this, and our prediction was, although Andrew couldn't be here, that he was going to end up in the draft. I, I really would, thought we might see his name of drafting along with us, which would have just been wild. Listen, honey, I'm just going to give you the phone. You draft the team. I just want to be in the chat. So it's going to cost me $25. <laughs> As yet, it's, um, I, I, Andrew, like I said, Andrew called me yesterday, and I was literally talking to him, and his wife was right there, and I got to say hi. And I'm like, you just had a kid, and you're already talking to people on the phone? Like, this is I don't know. It's crazy to me. I don't know. I don't have any experience with that. I'm on my I'm on my way up. I'm on the come up. I got a kid uh, due here in a couple of months. I'll uh, I'll hit on that more personally, uh, you know, after the fact. And we'll definitely get some, uh, you know, we'll get some hospital reviews from Andrew. We'll see how the food was. Look at, look at this. Now he's making us look bad. Oh, oh so you would have hopped in. Well, man, we're hanging. We're hanging hey, man, we're drafting tonight. We we need you there. <laughs> yeah, we thought we thought you had uh, you know bigger things to maybe yeah, focus maybe on. Yeah, want you to feel obligated. <laughs> oh, he's going to do it himself, he says. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Andrew, I had to blow my wad on an auto draft uh, to start this event. So I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna have to stand down for tonight. And like a, like a, a true uh, DJ, and I'll give you a call when I get off here because I'll probably do one with you because I still got to play go. bucks in there. Ginder's got you. All right, very good. We are going to head out for the evening. Appreciate everybody who wrote along with us. Ginder, do you have anything to share? Uh, you said you were working on a, uh, a post-draft article? Yeah, I just, I just wrapped up. Um, 10 draft winners um, and how maybe some prop bets would correlate with them. Uh, you know, not to give too much away, but talked about Bijan, talked about the two, uh, the two top quarterbacks that went off the board and some props that are surrounding them. Um, and just on a more personal note, thank you so much uh, for giving me, you know, this opportunity. It's the first time I got to do something like this. So you, 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 you uh, pop my cherry, I guess we could say of live, live uh, podcast. More of a uh, pop your plumbus guy myself. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Take care. Be well. Be good, everybody. Be sure to go check out John's article uh, article coming out. Uh, we got a ton of post-draft content available. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Smash the fantasy tab. We've got all the good stuff for you. Take care. Be well. Be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you. <laughs>